The grace and love of our Lord and Savior be with us always. Amen. The word of God we want to consider today is again our Old Testament reading for this past Sunday. We'll hear the whole reading from Jeremiah 15, verses 15 to 21. Jeremiah said, You understand, O Lord, remember me and care for me. Avenge me on my persecutors. You are long-suffering. You do, do not take me away. Think of how I suffer reproach for your sake. When your words came, I ate them. They were my joy and my heart's delight. For I bear your name, O Lord God Almighty. I never sat in the company of revelers, never made merry with them. I sat alone because your hand was on me and you had filled me with indignation. Why is my pain unending and my wound grievous and incurable? Will you be to meet a, a deceptive brook like a spring that fails? Therefore, this is what the Lord says. If you repent, I will restore you that you may serve me. If you utter worthy, not worthless words, you will be my spokesman. Let this people turn to you, but you must not turn to them. I will make you a wall to this people, a fortified wall of bronze. They will fight against you, but will not overcome you. For I am with you to rescue you and, re and save you, declares the Lord. I will save you from the hands of the wicked and redeem you from the grasp of the cruel. My dear friends in Christ, the prophet Jeremiah began our reading with a bit of a prayer and he said, you understand, O Lord, remember me and care for me. And actually, if you kind of look at the whole section of what he said, it maybe would have been good if he would have just said that and stopped at that point. Because if you look at what he said here, he starts out, he says, Lord, you understand what is going on in my life. You know how best to deal with things and, and you are going to deal with things. And so then he just says, remember me and care for me. And he's basically just saying to God, you know what's going on, you're gonna take care of things, so take care of things in the way that's best for me. But then tragically what happens is after he said that and he said, God, you take care of me, then he heads down the roads of complaining against God. And really, when you get right down to it, we really shouldn't be complaining against our God. Well, by saying, you understand, O Lord, by saying that God was knowing what was going on in his life and that, well, he knew what was going on, he, he knew what to do and he was going to do it, by saying all of those things, what Jeremiah was saying is that he believed that the Lord was going to take care of him, and because the Lord was going to take care of him, 
there was no reason to complain, but he complained anyway. And look at what he said in his complaint. He said that his enemies caused him such grief. He said that he, he loved God's word and it was a great joy to him. He avoided the wicked, but then look at what the result was. What the result was is that life's trials and troubles and temptations and his enemies, they caused him such grief. And so what he said is that it appeared that God had deceived him and said that God had deceived him, God had been like a, oh, he says like a, a drying up spring. He says God had deceived him by promising him blessings, but not coming through with those blessings. Now, I said here that what Jeremiah maybe would have been better off doing is just starting with those opening words. You understand, O Lord, remember me and care for me. And stopped with that. But a frustrated and depressed Jeremiah did need to vent. He did need to talk about what was going on. But the tragic thing with Jeremiah is that he kind of crossed the line with God. He kind of crossed the line. And so what God needed to do is God needed to call him to repentance. However, Jesus does say, ask and it will be given you, seek and you will find, knock and the door will be open to you. He is commanding us to pray and he is promising us that he's going to answer our prayers. And well, what we do we need to remember, of course, is that what scripture does say to us is that God is going to answer our prayers, but he's not always going to answer those prayers in the way that we know is best, but in the way that he knows is best. Furthermore, what God does tell us is that if our prayers do ever cross over that line, or if our prayers just aren't what they should be, that the Holy Spirit steps in for us. He fixes our prayers. The, the Apostle Paul says, the Spirit helps us in our weakness. In our weakness, We do not know what we ought to pray for, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us, meaning he fixes our prayers with groans that words cannot express. When we've crossed the line with our prayers and We've all done that at times. Or, or when our prayers aren't necessarily what they should be. What the Holy Spirit will do is he'll step in. He'll make our prayers what they should be. But then a part of God's answer to our prayers is going to be a calling of us to repentance. Calling us to repentance and well, he calls us to repentance and then, then he also restores us. He also restores us. The Lord said to Jeremiah, if you repent, I will restore you that you may serve me. If you utter worthy, not worthless words, you will be my spokesman. 
Let this people turn to you, but you must not turn to them. Jeremiah probably wanted God to say to him, oh, Jeremiah, you've had it so tough. I'm going to change things. I'm going to make things better for you. Instead, what God did is God called him to repentance to watch out so that he wouldn't fall into the same kinds of sins that his enemies were into. He didn't want that to happen, that they'd get, he'd get pulled into idol worship or anything like that. And now what God was telling Jeremiah by calling him to repentance here is, well, what God's calling us to do and well, in, in every Christian's life, living that life of repentance because we daily sin much. Matter of fact, there's not a day, an hour, or a minute, a second of the day that's, that we're holy and perfect on our own. So in humble faith, well, in humble faith, because the Holy Spirit is at work in us, let's keep on repenting. Keep on confessing our sins, looking to Jesus for forgiveness, trusting in that forgiveness that we have in Jesus. And when in faith we keep on looking to Jesus in repentance, then, then God's going to restore us. And what does that mean? Then we're going to find more and more joy in faithfully serving our Lord. And we'll know that this world's troubles, the sinful world, can't really hurt or harm us. And, and that means, of course, there really is nothing for us to be complaining about, but just trusting in, in God. Well, Jeremiah needed that, and we need it too. And thankfully, we have the Lord's restoration. He said, I will make you a wall to this people, a fortified wall of bronze. They will fight against you, but will not overcome you. For I am with you to rescue you from the hand of the wicked and redeem you from the grasp of the cruel. And the fact is, is that God did protect Jeremiah. What happened to Jeremiah is that he did die a martyr's death, but God protected him and he is rejoicing with the Lord Jesus in heaven right now. And the unbelieving world, life's trials, troubles, temptation, Satan, those forces, they'll come after us, but they can't really hurt or harm our eternal souls either because, because God is working us this spirit of repentance and he's also restoring our souls as well. Restoring our souls so that we're a fortified wall of bronze. And as our Lord said to Jeremiah, well, they will fight against us, but will not overcome us, our enemies. And why is that? Well, the Lord says here, for I am with you to rescue you and save you. Because he works in us this spirit of repentance, because he restores us, that means that we can just simply say to our Lord, 
You understand, O oh Lord. Remember me and care for me. And not worry at all, but just keep trusting in the Lord. Amen. Let's pray. You understand, O oh Lord. Remember us and care for us. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. In the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God the Father and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you always. Amen.